Welcome to Abiding in Hope, a production of St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM820. I'm Marianne Jepson. I'm a Catholic therapist in the Columbus, Ohio area, and my co-host is Father John Sims Baker. He's the Vice Rector of the College of Liberal Arts at the Pontifical College Josephinum, and he is also a priest from Nashville, and we are so happy to have him in Columbus. How you doing, Father? I am finer than a frog's hair. And that's <laughs> yes, and mighty that's fine. mighty fine. Mighty fine. Right, right, <laughs> there Marianne. are a few people around here that don't know the answer to that, so we had to make <laughs> yeah, sure that we it. did a tutorial today, right? Yes, so um, it's great to have you with us, and um, I want to um, let you know that we really appreciate your questions coming into abidinginhope.com. So um, if you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please, please send them there. And before we get started with our questions, we will have Father Baker start us off with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we come before you today, we praise you, we bless you, we glorify you, and we thank you. Uh, we lift up to you today all of those who are listening to this program and those who have sent in their questions, seeking for your truth and seeking for your guidance, seeking the way that you provide through your Son, Jesus Christ. We ask you to, to use us as, as you see fit, um, to, to speak that truth, to speak that charity uh, that comes from the heart of your Son. And we ask all of these prayers through him, through your beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. And we also ask for the intercession of our Blessed Mother as we pray together. Hail Mary, Hail Mary full, full of, of grace, grace, the Lord, the Lord is, is with thee. thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, womb Jesus. Jesus. Holy, Holy Mary, Mary, Mother of God, God Pray for, Pray for us, us sinners, sinners now and, and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. In the name of the, the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. It's so great to have Catholic Radio and to be able to pray over the air. And amen. Amen, yes. And to imagine that um, listeners, as they're maybe stuck in traffic, that's a little bit frustrating. That's always a frustration for me, uh, a near occasion of sin quite often for oh, me. well, yes. might be for me too. <laughs> oh, it is? Okay, yes. Uh, in fact, I w- it was even just getting here to the studio today. But um, And to be able to interject prayers at that time or to be able to really bring the Holy Spirit into the midst of your car or your kitchen or wherever it is. So we're so blessed to be able to offer these programs to you. And um, again, we thank you for your questions to us. So um, the questions that we have, though, they may have come in from individuals. These things, I'm sure, apply to many people who are listening. So um, hopefully that's what you will find as, as we offer our answers. Uh, you ready for the first question, Father? Sitting on ready, rocking on go. Okay. I didn't know what that meant. I don't know if our listeners know what that meant. I thought it was kind of like sitting in a rocking chair and kind of ready to go wherever. <laughs> I think it's like what ready, set, go. You know, That's it. Sitting so, on ready, rocking on go. So you were talking about race cars when you were explaining well, this to Well, maybe, maybe something like that. Maybe I don't not. Know. I don't okay. know. But whatever. It could be roller skates. It was the same my mother whatever. said. So, you know. <laughs> it's a good one. Thank you for that. So our first question is this. We have a very busy family. 
with school, sports, children, part-time jobs. How can we keep holy the Sabbath? We seem to spend a lot of time on Sunday just catching up from the week. Can you help us to do a better job of making Sunday special and not just another Saturday with Mass in the morning? Father, this one sounds like just like a really great one for you. Oh, well, thanks. Are you... <laughs> <laughs> Am I trying to shirk my duties? No, 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 that's all right. (laughs) It's good. It's good. Uh, Well, I think with with this question, uh, first of all, I'm sure this must apply to a lot of other people uh, because um, it's just just the way the world is today. And, um, you know, they're just – Sunday really isn't treated much by our world any differently than uh, any other day. And so – you know, we get caught up in things. So I, I think this is probably something that not just the person who wrote in this question is facing, but but mm-hmm. a lot of people may find this. And I'm just grateful that, you know, this questioner is asking the question. Yeah, isn't that nice? It really is. Mm-hmm. And it, it, is a, it is a struggle. Uh, and that's what I would say is to realize it's going to be a struggle to do this. And people don't like to hear that. You know, mm-hmm. the uh, the... The idea that the Christian life is a struggle, we think, oh my gosh, something's wrong. But we have to remember what Jesus said, you know, deny yourself every day, take up your cross and follow me. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're, we can be pretty well assured of the fact that um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a struggle. Um, and, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's the way uh, it's supposed to be. Um, and, and, and just embrace it. Uh, or as a good friend of mine, another a good Catholic psychologist I know from back home, mm-hmm. he always likes to refer to uh, the adventures of life rather than the struggles That's, or difficulties, yeah. but but to see it as an adventure. So how do we do this? How do we keep holy the Sabbath? Um, well, one of the things is it's not just going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's not just going to happen. You can't go with the flow. You know, you're going to have to go against the flow. And to be intentional about mm-hmm. this, and maybe to be creative about it as well. One of the things that I think helps us to mark off time in a special way is if we have certain, you know, expectations that we build, you know, traditions maybe that we build up, and so build up some things about um, about Sunday. Build up some traditions in your family, so that, for example. Your children, as they grow up um, and and get older, will expect this. You know, it's one of the things that's that's, that's really neat when we ha- when you have a tradition, then people like buy into it, and maybe especially if they're sort of brought up with that. And and even though there may be other things that they're sort of drawn to or that they're being sort of pulled to because of you know you know different sort of activities. They say, no, 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 this is more important to me. This is sort of rooted and, and grounded in me. And so it can be any number of things. And it doesn't have to be merely, I'm not, not merely, but, but only religious things. I mean, yes, certainly you, like your habits about going to mass and those sorts of things, but, but maybe other things as well. Maybe things, especially family things, things that you do together uh, as a family. Maybe things also that are maybe charitable in nature, you know, like, I mean, if you have maybe older relatives of some sort around, you know, grandparents, old great aunts or uncles or things like that, or, you know, or 
or you know just to maybe make the habit of going to visit a a nursing home or a assisted living facility and that kind of you know to those sorts of things to build in traditions maybe around a meal a meal is always a great time to build a tradition you know about you know we we all love to eat at least i do and uh, um and so i think those things can can help and especially if if you um uh, and then can help you know your children other members of your family um you know get used to the idea that you know you're going to be different you know and there there're going to be some things that you're not able to do or don't choose to do that everybody else is doing or that sort of thing um there's a a, a quotation from uh Flannery O'Connor the, the southern catholic writer had sort of uh i think safe to say an offbeat sense of humor <laughs> in a certain sense and did a paraphrase on a on a uh verse from scripture she said you will know the truth, and the truth will make you odd. <laughs> <laughs> I love that quote. Yeah. And, and, and just, you got, if you're going to be a Christian, a believing Christian, a practicing Christian in our world today, doing something like keeping holy the Sabbath, you're going to have to realize it's, to some extent, going to make you odd. And you just embrace it, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, um, not to be odd for oddness's sake, but uh, but for this greater good. And and realize that you know the Sabbath was given to us by God. You know God basically invented the weekend. <laughs> there's only you know of the Ten Commandments, there's only one of the commandments that is not a part of the natural law that you could not derive from the use of your reason, and it's this one. Oh yeah, keep holy the yeah. Sabbath. Yeah. There's nothing built into nature to, that says. You know, time needs to be marked off in seven-day intervals, and that at least one of those days should be set apart from work and other things like that. There's nothing, you know, that that's totally a gift of God. That's revealed to us right from the beginning of the Scriptures and the story of the creation of the world and the the six days of creation, and then the seventh day, the the Sabbath, the Sabbath rest that God um, uh, took, and so. Um, God revealed this to us out of his great, great love for us, knowing that we need this, that we are made for something more than this world. And the and how even the good and necessary demands and activities of this world and this life, but but for something more. And for those things that are embodied, especially in worship, which is utterly transcendent, that's why that always has to be a part of our Sunday observance, uh, but also things uh, in this world that that take us out of our and beyond ourselves, commitments to family, for example, and acts of charity. Like a, these, these are things that endure. Uh, and so, just in, you know, encourage in that God gave that to us because we are we are made for that. Another quotation I, I love a lot is the you know going back to this idea of it's gonna it's gonna be a bit of a struggle to do this. You know, uh, Pope the Pope Emeritus, Pope Benedict. Uh, I think very soon after he was named, it was elected Pope, was giving a talk. I think to young people, and he said, you know, "This world offers you comfort." He said, "But you know, you weren't made for comfort. You were made for greatness." Mm. And so, um, to 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 realize that this. That the acknowledgement of the Sabbath, the Sabbath rest, the worship of God, these things that take us 
beyond ourselves really are deeply, deeply satisfying, not just in the sense of rest, but in really fulfilling who we really are Mm -hmm. as children of God, as those made in the image and likeness of God. You know, Father, when you were talking about um, keep holy the Sabbath, the commandment, um, I was, it just came to my, me how when you, I guess you talked about it, how it's, it's not like a real, how, what was the word you said? A, a, a rational? It's not a real. It's ration, revealed. It's revealed. It's, it's not, while it is a directive, it's, some people may th- think, well, what actually does holiness mean? What is holiness and how do I do holiness? I can, I know that, like, thou shalt not commit adultery. I know that what that means and what I'm supposed to do or not do, um, the specific types of things. But so in um, Keep Holy the Sabbath and going to Mass and starting as this uh, person wrote on here. But I was thinking then that isn't it something to strive for rather than to just keep holy the Sabbath, but keep holy every day. And then it came to me that it's more of an attitude, isn't it? It's more of an a dwelling place, like <laughs> abiding place, like this show, abiding in hope. It's that, that holiness is an abiding thing that should carry with us not just on Sundays. It should be something that we strive for throughout every moment of our day. So I love how you were talking about, you know, family dinners or family traditions and things, and it, how wonderful it is if people can do that. I mean, it used to be, and it still is for some uh, families, that they have family dinners on Sundays, and that's just what we do. You know, um, in the busyness of today's world and kids' schedules, as this person um, writes on here, um even if you can't strive for 100% perfection on family dinners every Sunday, how can you do the best you can? And in the meantime, even if you do have to drive your children, you know, maybe youth group is on Sunday or something, and you have to drive your children to that, which might interfere with the dinner depending upon schedules. Or um, if you have to drive your children somewhere else or uh, to a a basketball thing or whatever, there's a holiness that can be attained in the drive. And while you're at that basketball game, this is a parent offering up time for their children or, but it's important to also talk to the children, perhaps in the car and trying to bring those holy moments into that car, whether, you know, you can turn on St. Gabriel Radio and hopefully you'll get something that's um, good and holy. And I'm getting (laughs) some looks with that one here. Um, um, Maybe you can, you know, say some prayers on the way, say a decade of the rosary, or you can talk about scripture that was at the mass that day. There's different things that you can insert throughout those moments that um, might seem very mundane and unspecial, and you can add the special, you can bring the grace to it. So um, just maybe some other thoughts that um, it's the attitude that you carry with you, not just on Sunday. And if you carry it throughout your week, it will be there all the more on Sunday. Absolutely. Yeah, it's beautiful. In the blessing of the Paschal candle at the Easter mm-hmm. Vigil, mm-hmm. there's that right at the beginning of the Easter Vigil, there's a, a prayer where we say, you know, all times and all seasons belong to him. Right, you know? right. 
all time is a gift to us from God. Mm-hmm. So it's always helpful to remember that. Good. I, yeah. Well, good. I think we did all right on that one, huh? Did we <laughs> okay. do okay? I hope our listeners think so, too. Anyway, we, we shouldn't really be prideful or patting ourselves on the back, but I think we've adequately covered as much as we can because we have another question coming at us here. Um, uh, but before I take that, I just want to reintroduce ourselves here and the show. This show is Abiding in Hope. You can find it on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. Um, that's what you're listening to now, but you also can go online for the archives, stgabrielradio.com. You can also find us on abidinginhope.com, and please uh, drop off some questions there. I'm Marianne Jepson, and my co-host is Father John Sims Baker. So, our next question here is, I am a Catholic high school student. I want to be strong and happy and live a good life and do the right things and have good friends. It's kind of hard to do that sometimes, because even in Catholic schools, there is a lot of pressure at times to fit into things I don't believe are good to fit into. Pressures to be the best in whatever it is and to be popular or cool. Sometimes I feel sad and anxious by some of the things kids say when the teachers aren't listening and by things they do outside of school. A lot of times I feel lost and don't know what to do. Maybe it's always been difficult for high school kids, but I feel like it's harder these days. There isn't really a question on there, but I'm thinking that we can turn that around to a question or just to make comments on that, Father. Well... You know, I, I I'd have to agree. I agree. Uh, I I think it probably is harder these days. To tell you the truth, there are um, there there's just things out there that are just it's sort of amazing. But um, no, I think this the the person who writes in here, this this high school student, you know, it, what they're wanting to do is they're, they're I think they're trying to ask how do I how do I do the good, which is that's built into us. By God, mm-hmm. we have this. Our our will is attracted to the good, and how do I do the good in a situation where maybe that's very hard? Um, and and so, I, I think there are a few things that that you can do. One of the things I would encourage you in, first and foremost, is is to to bring Jesus into this situation. And into your life regularly, especially through prayer, through personal interior prayer, where you really stop and 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 recognize His presence and pray to Him mm-hmm. um, and talk to Him. That's what prayer is, you know, a conversation with Him. And that's not going to change the difficulties you're going to face. You're going to still have the same difficulties. The situation is still going to be the same, but you'll begin to maybe experience maybe a little more powerfully and more regularly that prophecy of Emmanuel, God with us, that you're not alone, that you're never alone. And that comes very deeply through prayer. And that's just bringing Jesus into these situations and taking him with you into these situations. Another thing um, is to also try to find friends, uh, people who can support you in this. You know, again, like the the question before, uh, you're going to have to be intentional about it, and you're going to have to realize that you may not be one of the cool kids, actually, you know, but that's okay. That's okay. 
find these friends to help you. There's a beautiful uh, uh, line from the book of Proverbs. It says, a man surrounded by his friends is like a walled city. And so we're much, much, much stronger if we have even one or two other people who are supporting us in whatever we're, we're doing. And it may take a while to, to, you know, to find those people. But, but again, in your prayer, maybe ask God to help you to, to find them, to show them, to show them to you. And one of the things that I think can help to do that is to try and ask the Holy Spirit to give you one of the, one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit, which is joy which is a great hallmark of the Christian life and one of the greatest evangelical tools there is. Um, try to be joyful. Uh, uh, not, not, not necessarily giddy and happy and silly all the time, but an abiding joy, knowing that God is with you, knowing that you are loved by God, tremendously loved by God, that you have, your life is full of meaning and importance to him. And let that joy then spill out of you. And that, I think, is what's going to help you to find other people like that and maybe to find other people who need that, with whom you can share that. Mm -hmm. I, I, I dare say in a lot of the things that you mention in your experience in the school, there's a lot, probably a lot of sadness of various sorts maybe masked in a lot of ways. But if you, if you dig just a little bit, you find, find sadness or loneliness or alienation. And if you bring joy into that situation, it will bring forth a response. Mm-hmm. And it will be what people will need. It's a very, very attractive way for Jesus Christ to enter into this situation. Beautiful, beautiful. I was thinking, too, how joy can be contagious and how, um, you know, also, I think so many of us don't realize the strength and the possibilities that we have inside of us because we have God. So many of us just use such a small portion of our brain, right, and such a small portion of our gifts. Um, we don't know what they are sometimes, and we don't know how to tap into them. Um, and so I think looking inside yourself and maybe really kind of taking some sort of an inventory of what are my strengths, what are my weaknesses, and nurturing those strengths, you're going to need them to get through high school because I, I see a fair number of high school students and I can kind of see a lot of things in what you wrote in this, um, little paragraph that you sent to us. There are a lot of challenges. And sometimes when I listen to the challenges that high school students face, I know that God has me there to help them, but sometimes it makes me so sad to hear their stories. But I always try to get them to understand God gave you a lot of gifts that you may not even know what you, you may not have tried them or used them or knew, know them that they were there and, and they are there. He gave you a lot of them. And so nurture those that you are aware of. And if you see that there's areas of, of, um, maybe weakness or you're not as strong in certain areas, maybe that's a better way of saying it. Try to make those stronger somehow, whatever they might be. Um, 
nurture those things, particularly as Father was saying, the through prayer, to know that at every moment, no matter how uncomfortable you may feel or how sad you may feel, Jesus is there with you. He's your strength. That's the biggest main <laughs> number one strength you have. And he can, you know what? He handles all these situations in some way. If you call to him and uh, ask the Holy Spirit to come down and be with you. Um, and a lot of times, you know, you have to do that many, many times a day in many, many different situations. But um, know that he's there for you always. And he loves you even if you feel like nobody else does. He loves you. And there surely are plenty of other people that do too. You're just not aware of it. And Father, my goodness, we're getting a sign that we're about to uh, come to the close of this program, which I can't really believe. Yeah, I can't really either, but it's Do you it's have any great. final things to say on this question or anything oh, else? Well, no, I, I love what you said, uh, Marianne, though, about uh, bringing the Holy Spirit into that and the finding your your strengths, you know, in, in a religious sense, we some of those can be called the virtues. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the virtues are associated with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's very good advice. Why, thank you. I, it just, I, I think it was the Holy Spirit. Come, I had not thought of that at all. It just happened. So I guess I'm usually not that profound or whatever, but it, it happened. Say three nice things about yourself right now. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> oh, well, no, forget it. I'm not on the air. <laughs> I'm too humble. <laughs> I guess humility isn't one of them, right? <laughs> oh, let's. I think we have to close the show. Father, would you send us off with a blessing, please? Certainly. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So you can catch our shows on Mondays at 1230 and Sundays at 2 p.m. We are so happy to have you with us. And again, go to abidinginhope.com and drop your questions off. And until next time, God bless you. Then-